Hi, I'm Jane Nakata and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. So as you will hear today, I have my husband coming on the show. So I am very excited to let you all hear his voice, hear him talking. And yeah, so I just thought I would uh, introduce him a little bit before we head into the, the main recording. And probably a lot of you are wondering, well, how did you guys meet? And first of all, I came to Japan by myself in 2002. And I met uh, Koichi, my husband, within a few weeks of arriving, actually. And But at that time, I didn't really know that he, I didn't, well, I didn't know that he would end up being my future husband, but I did notice him, let's just say, um, because I was teaching at an English school. And he was in the class. He was one of the students. And the reason I noticed him was because all of the male students in the school, well, these are, you know, adult students, not um, child students, um, were sort of, you know, around their 50s and 60s. And so for me as a 20, how old was I, 22 year old, they were not particularly interesting to me, but there was this one person who was my husband who was quite a lot younger than the rest of them. And he was very interested interested in English and um, not particularly outgoing. So it was hard to get to know him at first. So anyway, over the process of, um, well, he actually left the school not long after I arrived. It was just a month or so that I'd been at the school when he actually uh, quit as a student because his um, at that time it was a point system and his points were up, so he decided not to continue with the English school. But when he left, he actually gave me his business card and said, if you have any trouble, uh, please you know, just get in contact with me because he knew I was new to Japan and he thought that perhaps you know, being a new person I would, you know, need some help or some support, which was very nice of him to do. Um, I wasn't the only one, unfortunately, that he gave his business card to. But I decided, yeah, actually, I would like to, you know, maybe spend some time talking in Japanese with this person because I was teaching English all day. And my reason for coming to Japan was that I was going to learn to actually speak Japanese properly after spending all these years in my own country studying Japanese. So we started doing um, language exchange, it's called. Uh, we went out for um, you know meals together and practiced speaking in English and Japanese together and gradually got to know each other more, started doing more things together and really enjoying each other's company. And the rest is you know, you could imagine the rest is history. <laughs> 16 years later, we are still together and we'll be celebrating our 15th winning anniversary next year in May. So that's, yeah, it's amazing to me that I came to Japan and very quickly um, came in to meet the the person who would become my husband. <laughs> and also for him too, he's not actually from this part of Japan. He's from um, Totori Prefecture, which is almost as far away as you can get like it's so far from Fukushima it's a thousand kilometers by car 
it's nine hours by public transport. It's 16 hours by car to get there. Um, the fact that he was also in this city at the very same English school that I happen to have been sent to by my company leads me to believe that it was sort of a fate kind of meeting between the two of us. So that's a little bit of, you know, how we actually came to meet each other, which we don't talk about in the episode. And you'll hear that um, he, you know, he's not a, a person who talks a lot exactly, um, but he has, a, when he does talk, he has some interesting things to say. And so we're both introverts. We are both quite introverted. And I I love that about him as well, because um, he doesn't expect me to be around him all the time. Like we quite happily spend our, all our time together and not talk. We'll just, you know, be doing whatever we're doing, you know, near each other and we're quite happy. Um, and that was something else that made me realize that he was the one for me is that I just don't get sick of him. And as an introvert, that's very rare. Like normally people really wear me out and I can't be around um, people constantly all the time. I need to have a lot of time to myself or quiet time. But being around another introvert is actually <laughs> quite, quite nice, you know, to have that presence, but not always being demanded to interact yeah just sort of pottering around together is is how is what we do and I used to think there was something wrong with us because on the weekends I'd hear about other couples who were always going out with other couples and spending time with friends and inviting people over to their house and I was like yeah no not really <laughs> interested in that what's wrong with us my husband neither is doesn't want to do that either. Neither of us want to do that. Is are we, you know, something wrong with us? But no, it's just our introverted nature, and that's how we prefer to spend our weekends. So <laughs> anyway, that's sort of part of what makes us work. Um, even though we are both from different cultures. Oh, sorry, we are from different cultures, and yeah, we just yeah, we're just making it work. Obviously, putting effort into making our marriage and our relationship work. And especially now that we also have two children, um, we also need to make an extra effort to make sure that we are, you know, putting effort into our marriage. So the other day when we recorded this episode was um, what, what I called our date day, or in Japanese it's a heijitsu date. So um, my husband actually took some time off work to spend with just the two of us. And... That was really, really nice yeah, to spend that time together and um, that he, you know, appreciated that that really means a lot to me to spend time together um, rather than buying me things or washing the dishes. Yeah, this is how I prefer to um, experience um, love in our relationship is to spend time together. Okay, so here goes with the recording, and I hope you will enjoy having all your questions answered, especially those listeners who were kind enough to write in with their questions for us. I hope you, <laughs> um, I hope you'll enjoy listening to our discussion on this. So here goes. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. So today I have a very special guest with me here in my little 
recording studio. So today I've moved out of my walk-in closet and I am recording in my small Japanese room. Uh, we're sitting here in our kotatsu, enjoying nice warm feet. <laughs> and yeah, my very special guest is someone I know you've all been waiting to hear from. I've had so many questions and so many messages saying, I cannot wait to hear from your husband. Yeah. So today I have my husband, Koichi, here. He is the first live guest on this podcast. So say hello to everyone, Koichi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> You're feeling uh, a little bit nervous, yeah. aren't you? I'm finally here. <laughs> yeah. Jane's imaginary husband here. Yeah. <laughs> so he's saying, um, so a long time ago when we first got married, um, he was always working and I would go to events and I would talk about my husband and he would never actually come along with me. And so people started saying, is he real you know do you really have a husband and that was kind of a joke that um he was my imaginary husband because he never showed his face at any events but he's getting better at that now aren't you you're you come to lots of things now and and look at you even now you're talking in english on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes i am yes. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into some questions because um, we have lots of questions from my lovely listeners who listen to the show. Yeah, I've just been really amazed at how many people actually wrote in and said they, yeah, they have a question for you. So let's start. Okay, so the first question I've got for you is, oh, this is a really easy one. What, and this is from Lindsay Sawada. She is also, she's been on this podcast. Thank you for coming on, Lindsay. She's a yoga teacher in Tokyo. And her question is What is the best thing about being married to Jane? <laughs> so, the best thing, ah, one thing that I don't need to have a relationship mm -hmm. with relatives. Mm -hmm. in Japanese style. Right. For example? For example, visiting them uh, Obon season or New Year season or... Oh, okay. So you, me you mean your, your in-laws, my family, are not Japanese, so you don't have any um, things you have to do like visit Jane's family in Obong or visit Jane's family at New Year. We just have to deal with your family. Yeah, so that means that we have half of the obligations that a regular family in Japan has. And that, well, that is a good thing, but I think she means something more personal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously we don't have so many obligations like that. And it helps that we live far away from your family too. We don't have to be involved in so many of those obligations unless we want to. Mm. But I think she means something more personal about okay. being married to Jane. Like, I make your, in, your life more interesting. I think that's the answer, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Right? If you were married to regular Japanese mm -hmm. women, so yeah i can experience something different yeah yeah we could show up 
in the national TV program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. So thanks to me, you're in life is much more interesting, isn't it, yeah. than before we met, I think. And especially this year, it's been extremely interesting. We've been on national TV and even just listening to me talking about the other activities I've been doing, like going to America, uh, going meeting the Deputy Prime Minister of New Zealand, all these things that have happened this year that wouldn't happen in a normal Japanese family, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, Lindsay also wants to know, is there anything that is challenging about being married to a foreign woman in Japan? Mm. Maybe there are some legal challenges or some legal formality. So you think that the legal formalities are the only thing that you can think of that is a challenge. So for you, I mean, obviously you've never been married to a Japanese woman, have you? So you can't really compare the difference and I guess we're just used to it now after 16 years of being married and this is our life. So mm. Mm, it's, it is a little usual, just usual for us. So we don't think anything of it. Mm. Mm. Whereas if you have perhaps had the experience of being married to someone else from your own cu culture first, maybe you would notice a difference mm. perhaps. Yeah. But we don't have that experience. And Lindsay also says, are you aware that foreign women living in Japan are freaking amazing? <laughs> so it's really amazing. And you should cherish your lovely wife and give her a huge amount of support and love and extravagant gifts occasionally. And then she says, this question might actually be for my own husband but I'm interested to hear what your husband answers to this. So she thinks you should give me some really expensive presents and things sometimes. I'm already doing that. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you never buy anything for yourself, do you? So this, this guy never buys anything for himself. He always buys things for other people. For example, he will buy me a new computer and he will use my old computer. He will buy me a new iPhone, iPhone and he will use my old iPod touch. Uh, he will <laughs> buy me these, these things like that. So I often feel supported by him. Um, and he always says, just buy what you want and what you need. You don't have to. Apple Watch. Yeah, you, that's right. You also bought me an Apple Watch. That's right. You don't have an Apple Watch. But you can have this old pink one when, I'm in, when you buy me a new one, if you want. Okay. So next question comes from Mariana Siegman. She is in the Netherlands and she is Dutch and her husband is Australian. So they also have some you know, they're different cultures and different languages. And her question is, even though Jane is more than fluent using Japanese, do you two sometimes have difficulty understanding each other because of the language? And if so, how do you deal with it? 
I'm asking because my husband and I occasionally have huge misunderstandings about the non-important and rather important things. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Mm, no, I cannot think of anything. Do you have anything? Mm, we don't normally have major misunderstandings, but I find that sometimes um, from an English speaker's perspective, I don't get enough information to know what the conversation is about sometimes. Mm. So in Japanese, there is a lot of assuming that you know what this conversation is about and we are all talking about the same topic. But often I'll find that he's on a different topic to me. But there is, because of that assumption, sometimes I, I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have to say more information, please. Mm -hmm. What is the subject here? <laughs> yeah. I say that to you sometimes, don't I? Mm -hmm. You have to remember you're not talking to a Japanese person, mm -hmm. even though you're using Japanese mm -hmm. to talk to me. Mm -hmm. yeah? mm -hmm. Let's do more information from now on, please. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mariana also wanted to know one last question. She said, I've only known Jane for a short while and I'm so impressed by all she does and stands for. How do you feel about all she achieves in her business and as your partner? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed and I'm very proud of her. Thank you. Man, a few words. So you're very proud of me. Mm. For doing what? I'm proud of you for what? ほんとは岩木があまり好きじゃなくなってどっか他のところに行きたいニュージーランドに帰りたいの状態だったのに岩木が素晴らしいことに気がついて自分自身も変わってで新しいことを始めて岩木の活性化のための仕事をしているのが
So maybe I have not noticed or there was really nothing. I think that he just summed up a very important part of uh, his character, which is that he doesn't care what other people think about him. And this is extremely rare in Japan, right? Um, in Japan, people tend to be trained very well to think about what other people are thinking about them. But you don't care about that. You just do your best and do what you think is right. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe other people were like, oh, I can't believe you're getting married to a foreigner, but they didn't say it, or we never heard any negative feedback about that, did we? No. Ah, only one thing. Your parents were worried when we announced we were getting mar married because I was a lot younger than you, not because I was from New Zealand. <laughs> And by a lot younger, I mean, you are eight years older than I am, right? So for them, that was a big age gap because they are only two years difference between your parents. And in Japan, generally, the age difference is two or three years, right? That's up, up to five. Yeah, about, about five years mm. is a little dodgy. Mm. But eight years is mm. a little bit, what? <laughs> <laughs> So that was the only concern they had. And that was because they hadn't met me yet. They'd only heard that um, he was getting married to this very much younger New Zealand woman. When you are uh, elementary school, first grade, grade yeah. and uh, eight years is Chugako, oh, second grade. In junior high school. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit creepy, mm -hmm. but yeah, we didn't, yeah, that we didn't know each other then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the only opposition kind of voice that they they told us later. They they were worried about that, but when they met me, they stopped worrying about that because I didn't act like a twenty-two year old Japanese person. They thought I was much older, so they weren't worried anymore. And so in Japan, you might have the generation difference between, you know, with the, the eight years age gap, but we don't have that obviously because we just come from different cultures. So our background, you know, what did, what was the cartoon that you used to watch or what was the music you used to listen to? Of course, it's going to be different because we're from different countries mm -hmm. and we grew up listening and watching very different things. So that doesn't matter. Um, whereas perhaps, in, if there was two Japanese people, they would be talking about, they wouldn't have these things in common and maybe find it frustrating, but um, we don't have that problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a question from one of my lovely students, Izumi-san. Uh, when did you notice cultural differences? For example, like um, when our first child was born, maybe you noticed something different about the way we raised our children compared to the way you were raised or um, how we celebrate different things in our family? What do you think? Okay, so I have no idea if it's still common in Japan, but mothers sleep with your baby yeah. in the same room mm. next to each other, but I knew that it's not common in New Zealand, so that would be a 
example, but in general, I don't recognize anything yeah. in the usual life. How did you feel about us not letting our kids sleep with us in the same bed, for example? If that's something that you grew up with, um, that was completely normal for you to sleep with your parents, but we, we never did that from the start. How did you feel about that? So recently, houses in Japan are designed, not very Japanese. Mm, and more yeah. Western. And uh, you don't have tatami room, so you don't trip on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, it's getting common that you don't sleep together. Mm. But did you feel, oh, I, I wish we could all sleep in the same bed together? No. 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 <laughs> anyway, anyway, no. Anyway, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you didn't feel part of your culture was disrespected by us um, encouraging our children to have their own beds from a very small age. But I often hear from um, my friends who are Japanese and they are mothers of small children that they are struggling with sleeping arrangements in their family, that they want to sleep alone, but uh, they don't know how to do to get their children to sleep alone or um, yeah, they are just lacking us sleep because they're all sleeping together in one room, even though they have enough rooms in their house for everyone to have their own bed, etc. So that's not something we struggle with at our house. So I'm grateful that you let me do that. Okay, uh, let's have a question from Haide uh, Imai. How do you support each other? And do you have some advice for other husbands to support their wives, for example, when their wives go on a trip abroad, etc.? So he's looking very confused because I think it's too natural for him and he doesn't really realize what he's doing <laughs> to support me. But, for example, I think we have the agreement between both of us that we can do what we want to do and the other person will support. For example, you want to play golf mm. and I don't complain about that. Mm -hmm. I say, have a nice time. Mm. You, so in return, you say to me, okay, um, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm also allowed to have my own mm. things mm. Um, that are not related to our family, that are just my own, mm. like you're going to play golf. Mm. Yeah, my thing is traveling or uh, doing my events that are sometimes in family time or traveling overseas. And the recent example of the trip to America, where I was the one who was worried or I didn't think I could go and you were the one who said have a have a good trip or you you should go it sounds like a great idea you should go so what do you think was um what makes you able to say you can do it mm, so I'm happy that 
you do what you like and what you get from that. So I usually think what Jen can get by what I do instead. That's a basic idea. So I'm hearing that you,、uh, you think that、uh, my activities and my achievements are as valuable as your activities、mm-hmm. and achievements, right? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And so you do what you can to help me、mm-hmm. so that I can do those things、mm-hmm. that I want to do,、mm-hmm. right? And I think that's really important、mm-hmm. that as a couple, we, we both accept and value each other's. Things that we want to do. Yeah. I want to do a podcast. So you support me by doing what you can in the background for this podcast editing or finding a nice microphone to use, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or you want to go to golf. So I look after the kids on the weekend. Yeah.、Um, that's what you like to do. And I, yeah, we, we don't complain about the other person's. Activities, we accept them and everybody is happy generally. Yes, you cannot do something at the same time, but if you do it by turns,、mm. you can do both. Yeah, we can take turns. We can take turns doing what we want to do and be parents and have jobs and everything. So we can have both. But yeah, it's just a matter of scheduling, yeah, scheduling、mm-hmm. well.、Uh, who's doing what? Yeah, okay, you're going to your business trip, so I have to be here. Now it's my turn to go on the business trip, and you are here. And we've built a, a support team here in Iwaki. We have no relatives to rely on, we have only friends and neighbors to rely on. And we do that, we rely on people. We ask our neighbors for help and they are happy to help. And we are very lucky to have that. But I think we do that because we have to, there we have no option. But actually, when we let people help us, they also feel happy. Our neighbors love to help us.、Mm-hmm. And we are very lucky、mm-hmm. that we have them. But actually, it's also. The challenge is to let them help us, yeah, to give them a chance to help us also brings them some happiness to spend time with our kids, actually, yeah. And that's kind of not the usual way in Japan, I feel. You should, the, the message is you should always do it yourself or don't ask other people for help. It's mendoksai, it's taihan. You have to do okaishi, yeah. You have to give something back, but actually, it gives a lot of joy to other people to let them help you. So, that's one of our strategies is to let people help us, and they feel excited to take part in helping me to look after our children when I went to America. They felt very proud to be part of this.、Um, Big event、mm. that I was going to America for a week,、mm. and they were the in charge of Amelia and Hugo for two afternoons or something. And that was their part in this big adventure of me going to America.、Mm. Yeah, so I think, yeah, valuing each other's activities, 
and understanding each other, what the other person wants to achieve and helping definitely makes our situation work well. Mm. Mm. So for other husbands is to, if they are not thinking about their wives uh, activities equally, Mm. like the same importance as Mm. their own, Mm. then maybe it's difficult for that relationship to work well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So if you do something for your wife, she can do something. On the other hand, if you don't do anything for your wife, you lose something as well. Ooh. Or she loses something. That's the idea. For the Japanese husbands who might be listening. Could you explain that in Japanese? もし、<笑><笑> もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。もったいない。
I finally decided to create my own podcast mm. as an experiment. Mm. And here we are today recording. I think this will be the 22nd episode of this podcast, probably when it comes out or 21st episode. So yeah, somehow I've come from uh, just listening to Koichi's podcast, to creating my own, to creating 20 episodes. Yeah. So that's the podcasting journey. But thanks to you, I actually know about podcasts. A lot of people still do not know about podcasts out there. And Joanna's uh, other question was, oh, you have something else? Okay, we're just going to go back to the question before about the advice for husbands. So here's some more <laughs> advice for husbands. So I remember one thing from the podcast topic. So I usually listen to the podcast programs by double speed or 1.5 speed to save the time that I can do something else yeah, for family. Or I always see the... YouTube programs, news programs, by also the, by the double speed. <laughs> yeah, so it's maybe it's really the very basic concept or the way of I act or I think is to save the time. Or I, I think I'm very efficient or rational or, yeah. Then you can make some time by multitasking so while you are driving you can listen to the podcast by double speed yeah yeah that's one of your um characteristics is you don't like inefficiency yeah you like to be efficient yeah you like uh, you don't like to waste mm. and you like to do things efficiently mm. and you do that at your work mm. don't you mm. you um, you don't get involved in uh, tasks that are a waste of time at work, mm -hmm. like answering emails that are not important or whatever, mm -hmm. something, some strategies you have mm -hmm. that means you work efficiently and you come home early, mm -hmm. earlier than other people in your office because you can, because you've done your work mm -hmm. efficiently. Yeah. And, but also for, as an um, extension of the, that advice to husbands is um, I notice he puts our family almost on the equal level of importance as his company, right? Mm -hmm. So you are quite brave to do that mm -hmm. in Japan, I think, mm -hmm. especially um, for you, family is as important as job. And so you will leave work early, well, not early, but on time, five o'clock, mm -hmm. and be home at 5.30, yeah, twice a week. Mm -hmm. And you don't care what other people think about you mm -hmm. leaving work at five o'clock. You do it because you want to see your children when they're awake, mm -hmm. and you do it because you've done your work efficiently during the day and you you can leave anything you want to add there mm, <laughs> 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 yeah 
So I talk to a lot of wives and they often say that they feel they are a very far second from the company, which is first for their husbands and the family is kanzenni number two. Yeah. Whereas I feel our family for you is almost same number one as your job. Would you agree? Yeah. That's unusual in your company, I think, to have that family. Family is almost the same as company importance, level of importance. Yeah. Mm. Most of your coworkers mm. put the family down here under in company or importance. Mm, I have no idea. It's single person. <laughs> what <laughs> what they are feeling about or thinking about, but from the attitude or from the way the way they act. act, yeah, it would be so. And I don't think it's necessarily um, conscious that they are doing that. They just expect that this is how how it is or this is of course company is one they pay uh, my salary i have to do what they say but somehow you are balancing that very well in that you do your job well you get good um you know good reviews at work and you are doing family life well too and that is unusual mm. yeah and I think it's also because, as you just said, you a you don't care what people think about you, and you are in your own lane, looking at what you are doing. Mm. You are not looking at other people mm. and comparing yourself mm. to them, constantly. Yeah, you are doing what you want to do because that's what you want to do, mm. Mm. and that is also a little unusual in Japan, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, for me to see you doing that is very encouraging because that is one of the characteristics I would like to develop more for myself is to not compare myself to others and not to always be looking at what other people are doing or care about what other people say about me. And so your coolness in that area helps me to get perspective on what I'm doing. So if I'm feeling very upset about, oh, somebody did this or somebody did that, and I tell you, and often you, are, you say, oh, really? Like it's not that it's not important, but then I can see, oh, actually I'm just overreacting about this or I don't need to put so much thought into this or I don't need to worry about this so much because you can you often show me that it's just my made up story or just something I I am thinking myself. It's not reality. Yeah. So that helps me to see where I'm being overreacting. We're overreacting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh so Joanna's that we had Joanna's uh, first question about the podcast, but her second question is a little, little bit more difficult, but it's quite interesting. Uh, she says, they say that you get to be married to four people in your lifetime. And if you're lucky, those four people are within the one person because people change through their lifetime. Mm -hmm. 
Jane is open with her transformation. So she means I talk about transformations on this podcast and in my um, social media. How have you changed too? Have you changed? So if you think back, like when we first met to now, have you changed? Mm, yes, I think so. So the characteristics you talked about before, the staying in your own lane, not worrying about other, what other people think of you has become even stronger as you have grown older or, you know, during our relationship. And why do you think that might be? Is it age? Is it experience? Confidence? What is it, do you think? Because of Jane. <laughs> yes, that's a correct answer. Of because of me, really, or is it just a no, 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 no. really, really because of me? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Does do you mean like I inspire you mm. to mm. be more, even more mm. stronger, or yeah? So I think yeah, you're saying that. Yeah, I inspired you, you inspired me, and together we are moving forwards and upwards together and helping each other along, which at the at a similar pace, I think. Yeah. So that's that's really important and helpful to have that kind of relationship. Mm. Um she also asks, is it hard when your partner decides to make some life changes? But I think in this case you know, we accept each other and our, the changes we want to make. For example, I don't want to be a, a stay at home mother anymore. I want to start my own business. Mm -hmm. You didn't uh, react to that. Like, no, you have to stay at home where I can make sure you are under control or <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you wanted what's best for our family. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a member of our family, I'm allowed to do the things I want to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Even if it's sometimes inconvenient for you, mm. it's not always convenient, the things I'm doing, mm. but you still accept those things. Mm. Even though you, you yourself cannot do something new, but your family or your wife could do something new for you or for, for family. So, yeah. It's also uh, efficient way. Of, <laughs> way. Yeah, efficiency. Yeah. Yeah, you love some efficiency. Mm. So, but that's the thing. Lots of women are not doing what they want to do. And so it is inefficient and it is motainai. It mm. is a waste mm. that there are so many women, not even just in Japan, but in the world, mm. not doing what they are made to do or what they are born to do or what they have a talent for doing because um they're doing something else or they don't they feel they don't have the support to do what they want to do yeah so it is a waste okay so let me just check um <laughs> we have a question from our friend uh gabby she wants to know that uh, because you have two sisters, right, Koichi, mm. and they're younger than you. Mm. Have you learned anything from having sisters in your life? Nothing. 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 Yeah, I think it's just too atarimae. This 
for you to understand the effect of having sisters. You grew up with them. You don't know what it's like to have brothers. You don't even have a brother. Okay. Anyway, so that's, that's a question for Gabby. <laughs> and um, let's see, did I check? Oh, we had a question from my Instagram friend. Her Instagram name is Aliko. And she said, is there anything you can't do because you have a wife who is not Japanese? So there's lots of things you don't have to do, which I think oh. you really like that actually, because um, you don't have to become involved in many family events like Obon and uh, Ohigang. Mm -hmm. And so those, those events, which I think you tend to think of as inefficient and a waste of time often, you don't have to do those things. Mm -hmm. And also we, we can bend the rules or change the rules more easily about what we do because I'm not Japanese. So for example, we go away for summer vacation for the whole summer. We don't stay because I'm from New Zealand. We have that excuse that we can just leave for six weeks and we don't have to be involved in the Obon season. For example, we can, we can live the life we want to live mm. because I'm not Japanese. It gives you an excuse to, to not do the things you don't want to do. Mm. But uh, her question was, mm. Is there anything you can't do? Mm. And I don't think there's anything we can't do. Ah, I know one thing. Mm. You can't not be involved in our children's Japanese education. So, mm. for example, homework, Japanese school homework, often you have to be involved in that, right? Mm. But if you were married to a Japanese person, mm. Mm. you wouldn't have to do that. You could just leave it to your wife. Mm to do all homework all mm. yeah that's kids pro, kids are your job but you have to be involved you have to check things to make sure our daughter is doing her homework properly right mm. because i have no idea what she's doing mm. or if it's right or if it's needs extra effort or extra work or something like that so yeah there there are almost no negative points to being married to a foreign person for you. <laughs> Another example is that yeah, you cannot avoid being involved in visiting ladies doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there may have been some times in the past where you've had to come to the ladies doctors with me and be involved in those discussions. Um, not so much anymore because my Japanese is able to deal with that now, but especially 10 years ago, that's some of the things you had to do. And I appreciate you not being embarrassed about that and coming to the woman's doctor with me. Yeah. Um, there were no other men in the waiting room except you and you had to sit there and um, you did it anyway. Um, that just goes to show what a good guy you are. So I think that's all the questions we had. Oh, we just had the, the question from Victoria. And that's kind of similar to Joanna's one, Victoria from Biku Designs. Her question was, have you ever been through a transformation of your own? And we talked a little bit about how just our being together has transformed you a little. Um, 
as time has gone by to be more, to be stronger, more efficient, more mm. everything. Mm. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. What does your future transformation look like? And as you think of it at this point in time. I don't know exactly at the moment, but I want to try something new. I have one favorite word, which is from the, the writer I like. Mm -hmm. well, he is also a politician now. And he always say that you cannot be here again on the earth. Yeah. Your life is only one time. It's very atarima and <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you don't remember that. But you need to remember that sometimes in your daily life. So it's my favorite word and uh, I don't want to waste my time or family's time or yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You you only live once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you only get one one chance to yeah. live. Yeah, there will never be another chance. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's let's not waste it. So that's good. I'm glad we're on the same page there, mm -hmm. with the same <laughs> opinion about that. Yeah. So who knows what you'll do next? But um, I'm excited to see because uh, I know you said to me uh, after we had our um, the filming for the TV show mm. uh, when we went to Hokkaido mm. and found my Japanese teacher and you said I don't want to put up with things mm. forever and today was an amazing experience to see that anything is possible mm. yeah if we can do that uh, like what we experienced today of filming the TV show mm. what else is possible yeah I think you realize that there are many more things possible for us uh, in the future. Yeah. So that's all the questions for today. Thank you so much to everyone who took the time to think of the questions. And I hope I got to everyone. Some people may have had a similar sort of question and I hope I covered all of them. If you have a question that didn't get answered for some reason, or you, didn't get it in on time, then please do just either email me or um, you can contact me on Instagram at, at Jane Nakata, J-A-Y-N-E Nakata. And you can send me your question and I can ask um, Koichi anytime if you still have one after all of that. But I think now you can see uh, the person who is uh, be behind me, supporting me through all of the, the things I'm doing and you can see uh, what a great guy he is and yeah i'll be interested to see what he does in the future as well so i'll keep you posted on, <laughs> on his activities so thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll talk to you again soon bye bye so that was the episode with my husband Koichi I hope you enjoyed 
listening to us answering the questions from our uh, listeners. So as you may have noticed in the episode, uh, sometimes he struggled to find the answers. And even though we sort of went over the questions before we started recording, he said, you know, this is just, I'm just being me. Um, This is not an act I'm putting on. I'm not really trying to be somebody in particular. This is just who I am. So it's hard for me to find the answers for these questions. And so, but what I think we did find throughout his, um, uh, you know, throughout our discussion was that we have some themes in in there, which are the theme of motainai, uh, wastefulness. It's like for him, efficiency and not wasting is one of his sort of core motivations or values. And he, almost everything he does is around those values. He doesn't want to waste his time. He doesn't want me to waste my time. He thinks it's a waste if I'm not taking advantage of the things that I can do. Um, so that's why he encourages me to go on these trips or to do, you know, do these various things that I'm doing. Um, that might sound, you know, not calculating, but not particularly romantic or um, he wants to support me because he loves me. But that's also part of it as well. Um, but, yeah, that's part of his his character and um yeah, it really does motivate a lot of the things that he does and the way he goes about his work. And, you know, the fact that he puts our family very high on his list of priorities right up there with his work. And so in order to do that, he works very efficiently and does all these sorts of things um, throughout his day so that he can put our family as a priority and come home early, spend time with us, um, that sort of thing. So yeah, did did we answer your questions? I hope so. <laughs> if we didn't quite answer or you actually now have another question, then please do just get in t- contact with me on Instagram. I'm at Jane Nakata. That's Jane, J-A-Y-N-E, Nakata. Or you can find me over on Facebook at Transformations with Jane. So um, after we recorded this episode, I found that actually our family has kind of an unspoken manifesto. And so I decided I would write this manifesto out and, um, you know, make it real. So if you'd like to read our family's manifesto and create your own family manifesto to help you have the kind of family life that you'd like to have, then please go to the link, which you'll find in the show notes. If you click on this episode uh, in the player that you're in and scroll through, you'll find some show notes there. Or you can go to www.jainnakata, that's J-A-Y-N-E, nakatatraining.com slash P slash episode 21. That's a long (laughs) link. But yeah, you can find that in the show notes on your whatever you're listening to. Click on that and you it will be delivered to your inbox. And you can work through your own family manifesto and yeah, print it out, put it up somewhere so that it's easy to see and to remember what it is you're doing, what your family's priorities are. 
and that should help you to create the life that your family, um, that's best for your family, however that might look. So thank you so much for listening today. Um, Yeah, we have another few interesting guests coming in the next couple of weeks. I'm, it's, yeah, I'm going to announce those soon. And if you're listening after, so this episode is coming out on, I think it's the 10th. No, let me look at my calendar quickly while I'm talking to you. When this episode is coming out, it's coming out on the, not that in November, it's coming out in the first week of December, December 3rd. So if you're listening to this and it's just out, remember you could, there's still time to come to the clothes swap. I'll be in Tokyo on December 8th. And there's also still time potentially still time to sign up for Inspire You event here in Yumoto Iwaki at Yumoto Onsen. The most fun day out in this part in Fukushima that you will find. So can't wait to hopefully see some of you at either of those events. Um, they're the last events I'm doing this year. So please use that chance to come along. Say hi. Tell me, listen to the podcast. I can't wait to meet you. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Minasan, konnichiwa. Kyo no episode wa dou deshita ka? Kyo wa watashi no danna Nakata Kouichi to interview wo shite, ano... 皆さんの質問をあの答えました。で、いろんな人から質問が来てとても内向的な人なので、言いましたね。あの、皆さんは、あの、彼の考え方とか、すごく、なんていうのいや、
、あの、こういう、あの、サポート欲しいわっていうんじゃなくて、こういう、なんかこう、効率がいい働き方が、あの、あるよとか、まあ、あんまり進めない方がいいんですけど、なんか、そういう話とか知ってみたらいいかもしれないですね。で、私の旦那は、なんか、自分の価値観があるんですね。で、その価値観は、エフィシエンシーって言ってたんですね。もう、もったいないが大嫌いで、時間、時間がもったいない、お金がもったいない、いろんなもったいないのを見たら、もうイライラするタイプ。なので、自分の行動ももったいない、あの、にならないようにとか、と、ジェーンのも、もったいないので、ジェーンはこういうことできるから、やってないんだったらすごくもったいないっていう気分があるので、私のサポートを自然にしてくれるんですね。そのもったいないにつながってる。で、あの、もしかして皆さんの旦那さんもそのもったいないの,のメッセージが届くかもしれないですね。あの、私はこういうことをしたいなって言って、あの、私できなかったらもったいないだし、で、そこの家族のためにももったいないになるっていうふうな説明の仕方がいいかもしれないですね。あの、自分、旦那、もしかして旦那さんは自分のことだけ考えたら、あ、奥さんは自分の、あの、私の夕ご飯をちゃんと作ってくれないとかしか考えたら、自分の,あの失,失ってることをしか考えてないんですけど、ね、奥さんの,あのロスもあるので、それも考えないといけないんだよね。なので、自分はちょっと我慢したら、こんないいことができるんですよっていうふうな考え方ですね。なので、まあ、多分だん、うちの旦那はいつも喜んで、あの、例えば、子守りをするっていうことないかもしれないですね。たぶん、たぶんもっと自分のやりたいことをやりたいと思うんだけど、でも、今は、あの、チェーンのビジネスを立ち上がるところで、いろんな面白いことが起こっているので、あの、このチャンスを、あの、取らないと、二度と来ないかもしれないですね。なので、まあ、みんなで、交代で頑張ろうって、交代で自分のことをしましょうっていうふうなあの考え方をしてます。あの、旦那のやり放題じゃないし、私のやり放題じゃないし、交代であのスケジューリングをし,してますよ。で、あの、この間、この日、あの、このポッドキャストをリコーディングした時に、その後、ちょっとデートに行ってきました。二人だけで。で、その、ポッドキャストの話もしてたんだけど、来年度の話もしました。まだ11月なんだけど、もう来年の計画を考えてるんですよ。私たちは、あの、やりたいことを入れておくんですよ。一年、一年間のやりたいこと。入れておくと、守れるんですよ。その、あの、他のことは、あの、入らないように。
。なので、もうほとんどの日本の家族は逆だと思いますね。もう本当に最後まで何も決めないで、もし何かあったらいけなくなっちゃうっていうふうなことを考えてますよね。でも、うちらは、これがプライオリティなので、守らなきゃっていうふうなことを考えてます。もちろん、たまにすごく大事なことが入ってしまって、あの、なんか、プランを変更しないといけないんですけど、でも、大体自分たちのやりたいことを入れておくと、あの、無事に守れるので、無事にできるっていうことなので、今年の、あの、来年度のプランはもう大体出来上がってるんですね。あの、何月にどこに行くのかとか、ニュー、あの、来年の、あの、子供にニュージーランドにいつ連れて行くのかとか、で、あの、まあ、もちろん学校は大事だけど、私たちにとっては、短い、あの、ビューじゃなくて、ロングビューって、We are playing the long game って英語で言うんですけど、あの、ちょっと長く考えて行動するんですね。あの、今,今週のことは、あの、一年後のことを考えながら今週のことをプランニングしてるとか。あと、あんまり今の、ね、娘は一年生なんですけど、ただ一年生ですよ。人生を考えると、一年生はどれくらい大切なのかとか、もし、この一年、一年生の間に、ここに二、三日休んじゃったら、人生にとってはどんな影響があるのか。と思いますよ。あの、一年生の一年だけ考えないです。そっちの方はなんか短すぎる。その、あの、なんていうの考え方。いつも長い考え方してる。あの、人生にとっては、このチャンスがあるから、あの、まあ、あと10年とか10年後とか20年後考えると、例えば、この二三日休んだら、の方がいいんだよね、とか。あの、ちょっと全然違う考え方かもしれないんですけど、でも、そうすると、なんかニュージーランドにちょっと長く行けるし、あと、例えば、あの、悪いかもしれないんだけど、あの、学校が終わるときに、だいたい最後の一週間、別に何もしてないんですよ、みんな。私は学校で働いたこと、普通の、日本の学校で働いたことあるので、わかる。どれぐらい何もやってない。<笑>なんかいろんな余計なことをやってるので、別に私たち、あの、いて、いなくても大丈夫と気づいた。あと、あの、新しい学年が始まるときに、だいたい1週間、何にもやってないんですよ。大事な授業は始まってないので、まあ、私たちいなくても大丈夫だって、あの、気づきました。あの、私の子供たちはその時にニュージーランドの学校に通ってるんですね。別に学校を休んでるわけない。ただ、違う国の学校に行ってる。あの、かわいそうなんですけど、ほとんど休みはない子供たちだけど、違う学校に行くと全然なんかリフレッシュできるみたいですね。ニュージーランドの学校と日本の学校は全然違うので、あのでもあの私たちの,かあの、私の家族にとっては、プライオリティは子供たちがバイリンガルになる。なので
あのちょっとあのなんていうの休んだりとかその長い人生を見てこれが大事なのでちょっとここに休んだりとかみんなちょっとちょっと違うことをするっていうのを勇気を持って決めるんですねなのでそれは私たちの考え方で、うん、全多分普通の日本の家族とちょっと違う生活してるんですけどあの何回も何回もそれを繰り返すと周りの人が「えー、何?」って言うんじゃなくて「あまたまたやってるんだ」ってなんかあんまりびっくりしないであのみんなちょっと慣れ,慣れるんですよ。なのでもうあの逆に聞かれるんですよ。今度いつニュージーランドに行くんですかとか別に「えまたニュージーランドに行くの?」って。っていう全然違いますよ、うん。また行くんですよねとか、ちょっといいなみたいな意味も入ってると思うんですけど、あのみんな慣れるので、どんどんどんどんあの自分のやりたいことを少しずつ挑戦したら、周りの人があの慣れます。じゃあ、今日のエピソードはこれで終わるんですけど、最後にあのこのエピソードをあの12月3日に聞いてるんだったらまだあのジェーンのライブイベントの,あの参加する時間があるのでぜひあの探してみてください www.jaynakata.com j-a-y-n-e nakata.com あのスラッシュインスパイア i-n-s-p-i-r-e それは、ジェーンの一日のライブイベント、いわき市の湯本温泉で行う、あの、一日の女性限定のイベント。そのイベントは、日本語でやるので、あの、本当に英語の能力を関係ない、みんな楽しく参加できるイベントなので、ぜひ、あの、参加してください。で、今回のテーマは、あの、いいテーマですよ。今回のテーマは、あの、2019年、幸せな一年にするための、inspire you in you m o t o なので、来年度の、あの、プランニングとか、いろいろやりますよ。なので、ぜひ来てみて、あの、全員、私の、プランニング方法があるので、それを皆さんに教えますので、ぜひあの参加してきてください。待ってます。OK。ちょっと長いエピソードになってしまったかもしれないんだけど、ここまで聞いてくれてありがとうございました。じゃあまたよろしくお願いします。バイバイ。See you next time.